Your steadfast love, O oh Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like a majestic mountain. And your wisdom like the depth of the sea. You preserve men and beasts. How great, O oh Lord, is your loving kindness. Therefore, the sons of men hide themselves under the shadow of your wings. We shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of your house. And you will cause us to drink from the rivers of your great pleasure. We bow before your majesty. Thy throne, O Lord God, is forever and ever. The scepter of righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. You will love righteousness and hated iniquity. That is why God, even though I know God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness far above all thy fellows. And thou, O Lord, art in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. This all we wax old as old as garment you fold them. They are no more. But thou remainest, O Lord, and your years have no end. Tonight we have come to appeal unto the years of the right hand of the Most High. Mighty Jesus, by the new and living way which you have paid for us, we are coming with boldness before the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help at a moment like this. Spirit of life, spirit of truth, come and be a witness with the witness that I will share. Confirm every word that will be spoken with signs and with wonders. And let there be the distribution of the gifts of your Holy Spirit according to your will alone. Jesus be magnified. Jesus be exalted. Jesus be honored. From everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. There is none like you. There was none before you. There is none with you. After you, there will be no one else. We worship you. 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 The Lamb that is upon the throne. We worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Thank you. Please be seated. God bless you. My great pleasure to and honor to be here this evening. And I give thanks to the great God for what he's doing in his body. He is building his body. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against what he builds. So it's a privilege that the fine branch is an integral part of this body that the Lord is building. Uh, Reverend Kolade, good evening, sir. We celebrate the grace of God upon you and Mama. Good evening, Ma. We thank God for the grace he gave you to answer the call so many years back. I don't know whether you remember one old acquaintance of yours, Ozzy. Ah, Odion is an accountant, yeah. a, a pathway by the secretariat was where I was living so many years back. He introduced me to you then, and I've had cause to be blessed with your ministration in diverse ways. You have come to the New Covenant Church ITA in that little enclave where we are rocking <laughs> the boat there. Ah, there was a day you came and you shared a testimony of how they wanted to cook food for you. One of those real Saturdays that you eat in those days. And mommy sent somebody to Songo Market to buy things for you. And that person was kidnapped. Several years after, the Lord brought me in contact with the kidnapper. He, knew, he didn't know I had heard from you. He so he confessed. I was at a naming ceremony and I just 
I just preached a simple, insipid sermon. But the power of God was there to back it up. And this guy became uncovered, and he booked the appointment with me the following day, and he came to me, and among the atrocities he committed was that he kidnapped that lady. And when they got to where they were to offer her in sacrifice, they had put all these marks on her body. They said there was a strange blood inside her. The blood of the person they must never mention in their occultic realm. And the punishment was that this boy must return her back to the same spot where he kidnapped her. And that was the greatest challenge of his lifetime. Eventually, he drove her round, 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 and in the night, he dropped her and zoomed off. That boy later gave his life to Christ. And we pleaded with Jesus that his blood would wash him and cleanse him. Oh, we appreciate God for your life, sir. Mama, we appreciate God for you. Steadfastness is not a cheap word in the kingdom. The Lord has given you grace to be steadfast. And we watch how you are growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we give thanks unto the Lord who has given you this great grace. My people in the house, let's celebrate this great grace again. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. Uh, my good friend and brother, Tolu Kusanya, is a wonderful man of the Most High God. Ever since we were students together at Center for Professional Training, I can lecture classes at Torogu then. I was not his close friend because his gonna gonna was too much. Accountants do, accountants are conservative people. This one, very ebullient, wants to be friend with everybody. He will come to me, Egbo, Egbo, Kilo, But then I was not in Christ, he was in Christ. Later on, when I gave my life to Christ, I understood the love of God that was passionately driving him. And he wanted to win the whole world for Christ Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Sister Balanle, Ekusheo. Glory to God. Ah, more grace will be given to you. Greater wins in the name of Jesus. I also would like to say thank God for the life of every minister in the house. It's been so wonderful. The one I watched. And day two, I washed, and this is the third day. And there is a someone that we should follow on to know the Lord on the third day. Because he will come to us. I trust God he will come today. There's somebody in this meeting. The uttermost desire in your heart is, when will my change comes? The Lord will have me say to you, this is your appointed date for the change. Someone has lost hope. And the Lord is whispering to me, there is hope for a tree. Even if it's cut down, the vicissitudes of life have cut you down. You have tried your hands on so many things, it has not worked. You are almost at the precipice of giving up. There's hope for a tree. If there's hope for Omoigi, there's better hope for you. Hold on to Jesus. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Don't give up. I don't know who that person is. You are half paralyzed from this side downwards. You felt the numbness about four or five days back. Jehovah, Rafa, who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. He said, as you say to you tonight, he's stretching for his arm to heal you. I don't know where that sickness or disease is hiding in your body. Is it in the bone or the marrow in the bone or the vein or the blood in the vein or the water inside the body? He sent forth his word of hope. His word, he let them. And deliver them from all the afflictions. Wherever it is hiding inside your body, the Lord will send forth His word. Today you will be healed. 
I command that sickness to go out of your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Confused. Do not even know which way to go. Left, right. Now said that you tell you, you are intended to hear a voice from behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. You will not be confused anymore. Because the Lord will make it plain. He said to me, I make hearing ears. I made seeing eyes. Your ears will hear the glory of the Lord. Your eyes will see the glory of the Lord this year. Forsaken, despised by men. No man wants to pass through you. God says, I should tell you, a change is taking place tonight. You become an eternal excellency. A joy unto several generations. In the name of Jesus. So many years back, I read a book by Frederick Fawcett. So many pages. It's titled The Day of the Jackal. One man with a rival who can change the course of history. Who is he? And can he ever be found before the day of the jackal? I read from Ecclesiastes, there is a poor wise man. By him, God delivered a whole city. But he was not remembered. Poor wise man. And I wonder, how could somebody be wise and be poor? But there is a poor wise man. By him, God delivered the whole city. There is somebody that is going to receive an impartation from this meeting tonight that will change the whole world for Christ Jesus. It does not matter where you are. The whole world is a global village now. There used to be one boy in our training school, Emmanuel. Emmanuel read public administration from the Polytechnic Ibado. He, he qualified as a chartered accountant before he finished his HND in public administration. And an excellent spirit was in him. The same kind of excellent spirit that was in Daniel was in this guy. He won Icon Best Prize that year. Ah. <laughs> when he went to receive the prize, I went with him. And they made the citation and they called him. Where he stood a privileged position, he stood up. Where I sat among the fellows, I stood up. And the president was flabbergasted. Is this pluralized identity? There's confusion. They called his name again, Emmanuel. I won't mention his surname. He said, yes, sir. They said, come and take your prize. As he marched, I marched. And the president came to me, excuse me, sir. What's the matter? I said, I taught him. Oh. The president did like this. The president said, I have two awards to give today. The best tutor of the year award. Only a handshake. But that handshake was good enough for me. Emmanuel had an excellent spirit in him. I believe he still have it. He won icon prize. He worked with us before he went for his NYSC. Before he would resume at 12 o'clock, he was attending the winner's church. He would have gone to the papa's court to serve. And he would not be one minute late to work. From 8 o'clock until 5 o'clock, except the one hour meant for Emmanuel's lunch, Emmanuel would never take an excuse of one day, of one hour. And he would be diligent doing his work. Within a short time, we committed so many things into his hands. And then it was time for him to go and do NYC. He wanted to use long leg. But because this was a man on a mission, our long leg was not long enough in the NYC. They posted him to Joss. He went to Joss. He did his orientation at Joss. Then they posted him to an audit firm. And he, as a copper, they made him an audit senior. Because there was an excellent spirit in him. Emmanuel finished serving. They retained him there. Before he would finish that, he had gotten admission 
to do masters in the UK, the principal partner in that other firm called him and said, I, I see an excellent spirit in you. Even once you go for your masters, we will still be paying your salaries until you elect to resign from this working place. So 12 months into his masters, Emmanuel was still drawing salary because an excellent spirit was in him. He was in the class, the final semester of his master's in the United Kingdom, and some banks approached the university that Emmanuel attended. And they said, give us the names of three best students in your master's class. And of course, Emmanuel was number one. And so that's how he got a job in a bank in the United Kingdom without writing an application letter. And I was thankful to God. I was not surprised. I would have been surprised if it was otherwise. I knew what was inside this board. After a while, about one and a half years, Emmanuel called me and said he had resigned from the bank. I said, are you coming to Nigeria again? He said, no. He said he has picked up a job with a church. Ah, Emmanuel, one day any. You left a banking job in the United Kingdom for a church work. Ah, Emmanuel said, Oga, are you aging? Is this what you taught us? Did you say we should be diligent to do a critical analysis before we will form an opinion? I was ashamed of myself. I said, okay, Emmanuel, talk, I'm hearing. He said, they wanted some people to pioneer a, a center in Les. Somewhere in the UK, don't let me mention the name of the place, and they had an interview. It was five series of interviews. Say, so at the last interview, the bishop of the ministry just came on board and said, Emmanuel, my son, I've been watching you right from day one of the interview. I am persuaded. That is why I went into that story, the word persuasion. I am persuaded there is an excellent spirit in you. Again, a testimony of excellence. Said, so I've decided out of 100 people that we screened to give you this job. The only thing I have against you is you are not married. And I have never ordained or appointed anybody as a pastor, but I found you irresistible. So I give you 90 days quit notice before they give you your letter of employment to go and marry. Otherwise, I sack you. <laughs> I said, Emmanuel, and you accepted? He said, yes, he did. Okay. I said, have you got here a lady? He said, ah, okay, you know, at the registry, many students always flock around. I said, I know that. And I knew you, you didn't give them face. He said, but there's a particular one that was so calm, collected, cool, and calculated. I said, ah, <laughs> Emmanuel. I said, yes. What about that? He said, immediately the bishop gave him that mandate. He called a line. And he presented his manifest, manifesto. I said, how did you put it? He said, I, said, I just spoke to her. Hello, lady. Will you marry me? I said, you are a bush boy. <laughs> He said, oh God, why must I parambulate again? I am fully persuaded that she is my wife. I said, then what did she say? She said, I have been waiting for this call. And within 30 days, Emmanuel came home. I was chairman at the wedding reception. And from here, Emmanuel took her to altar for the bishop pick consecration and firm. But why did I go this long story? Why the man was in Nigeria here? The internet was not a very common place like now. And Emmanuel went and learned IT. And he became a master of it. And was using it as a channel of influence to draw souls into the kingdom. And he would preach, he would draft a message. He would pass it to me to fetch it for him. I will add to it. I will ask him to remove some. I will ask him, this is too lengthy. Stop here. And then he will post it on his group of influence. And before we will say Jack Prophecy, Emmanuel had 2,000 followers that he was preaching to every Sunday. 
And then when he got to UK, and he started, the church started, <laughs> within a short period of time, they were running multiple services because the auditorium could not contain them. Emmanuel is passionate. I see that the church is passionate about so many things. I know Brother Tolu could be very passionate. <laughs> Emmanuel is fully persuaded about the word of God. Emmanuel believed the word of God with so much passion, with fear and trembling, and will risk even his life for the sake of the word. Little wonder www.emmanuel.org Word works wonders at emmanuel.org When I was coming up, I saw so many placards. One of them read, Word will work wonder in your life. I said, Amen. I said, that is com. In your life, the Word of God will work wonders. At a new dimension, at a new template, beyond your imagination, in the mighty name of Jesus. There's another guy that became so passionate about God and the things of God in my realm of influence that the Lord gave to me. His first name is Shiji. I won't mention his surname. Shiji came to the New Covenant Church ITA, an unbelieving unbeliever. He was full of the flesh. He came the one day, two day free, and then he walked up to me on the fourth day in my office. He said, sir, can I have an audience with you? I said, please sit down, young man, where are you? He told me his name. And then shocked me out of my marrows. He said, I don't go to places where they don't recognize me. I have come to this church day one, day two, and day three. Nobody recognized me. I have come to show myself. Before I push myself out of this place and find another place where they will recognize me. Ah, I looked at him. I just finished preaching. I was tired. I needed rest. What kind of hell is this? And he was full of himself. And then I said, boy, do you want to hear the gospel truth? He said, yes, tell me. I said, you are graceless. He said, what did you say? I said, you have no grace. And the Holy Spirit said, what is your own in that? Then he said to me, and he shocked me, okay, if I had no grace, and I have come to you, who have grace? Give me grace. Ah. <laughs> I said, me, no get grace. A big a man under grace. Then I led him to Christ. He gave his life to Jesus. And we started a journey. I told him the meaning of grace. God's unmerited favor extended to a man who does not deserve it, who can never work and earn it, and who, if it is extended as a loan, can never repay it back. And this guy, we started. I looked at him. The only thing to keep this boy occupied, he had a probing nature. I asked him, read five chapters of the Bible every day. A chapter from Proverbs, like today is 20, you must study Proverbs chapter 20. I can call you anytime. And then to put him off, I said, if you call me, know that I will ask you. So, <laughs> initially, that kept him at bay. But he got my trick. He will now read and read. Remember, Paul looked at Timothy and said that the only way out for this guy, Timothy, is to study to show himself approved unto God. A workman that needs not be ashamed. Rightly defining the word of truth. Another translation of the Bible said, Do your best that God may say, Well done. Have you done your best, brothers, sisters, that God has said to you, Well done? If not, from this meeting, the Holy Spirit as a catalyst will begin to goad you and you begin to drive. Until God will say, well done. I didn't hear an amen. Yeah. Uh, you want to sing amen? Amen. 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 Okay, 10 chapters of the Bible per day. Amen. 
it will come to pass. Grace will help you. Mercy will see you through it. So, she started five chapters per day. He will read. He will read. I will call him. He will call me. If I call him and he has not mastered that scripture very well, he will not pick my call until he has read it. Line by line, precept by precept. A little here, a little there. God is not in a rush. He takes his time building his own. Influencing his own so that we can become meaningful influence to the whole world. And so, this guy, assuming it's 24th, and I said, Shiji, what does Proverbs 24, verse 14, 13 and 14 say? We will say, eat only my son because it is good and only from the honeycomb. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be pleasant to your soul. When you find it, you get a reward. And your expectations shall not be cut short. I will say, what is the corollary of that fact? He say, until you find it, you don't get a reward. So what are you going to do? Say, I'm beginning to search for it until I find it. And I will find it. <laughs> I didn't know God was rubbing good grace and influence on this world. He, 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 he was talking with a politician that would hardly pay his salary in those days, a senator. And so I, I first wanted him to go and do law. But something else said, push him into your accounting school. Let him be in the class. This boy will make a good accountant. So we were working on him on that. And then I saw an advert in the newspaper. God will never leave us without a witness. So I showed it to him. A topmost audit firm in Nigeria wanted to train non-accounting graduates as accountants. I said, this is, your, this is the appointed time you have been waiting for. He applied. They did a CBT test for them. This boy was the son of a chief imamu. He came under grace and his life became transformed sporadically. And he said in that all, they gave them 100 questions and 60 minutes. And they were all calculations. 100 questions, 60 minutes. That is less than one minute per question. Of course, OBJ questions. Ha, he looked at it. He said the first thing that came to him is the gospel. By strength shall no man prevail. Then he said immediately, Philippians 4.30 came to his mind. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. <laughs> then he said, he added again that when he is at the crossroad of taking decisions, he is entitled to hear a voice from behind him saying, this is the way, walk in it. He said he told the Holy Spirit again, Holy Spirit, he will listen it, listen it continually. I am listening. Generate answers for me. And said, the Holy Spirit said, okay, my son, I'll be giving you a range of values. Only one of the suggested solutions will fall into the range of values. Just take it. He had been persuaded about God to such a dimension that, number one, he read the question. <laughs> the Holy Spirit gave him like 15 to 20 and only 17. So he ticked it. Read number two, number three, and that was how in 30 minutes, he clicked, finished, and he submitted. And they scored him. And he got 95%. In a calculation test that he never did any calculation. But he has come to trust the Lord. Leveraging on the ability of the Holy Spirit. The omniscient Holy Spirit. The one that knows everything. The one with whom there is no hidden, no secret thing. He, 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 he has come to lean on the Lord Holy Spirit so much. That whatever the Lord said he should do is what he does. What is influence? I googled the definition of influence before coming today and I discovered what Uncle Gogu said. That influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character and the development or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. And it has, it has about 15 synonyms. 
Influence could mean effect. It could mean impact. It could mean control. It could mean sway. It could mean hold. It could mean power. It could mean authority. It could mean ascendancy. It could mean mastery. It could mean domination. It could mean supremacy. It could mean leadership. It connotes guidance, direction, and the exertion of pressure. That's influence. From Google. In any living creature, I put it down here that the greatest influence is the creator himself. That is God the Almighty. He influenced the whole world by his word. Hebrews 11 makes us to know that. By faith, we know that the world was created by the word of God. So that the things that we see now are not made from the things that existed. At creation, the Almighty spoke. And it was. And he saw what he spoke. And it was good. He spoke and it came to pass. And he looked at what he created and it was good. From today, brother, when you speak, everyone will honor it. Amen. It will come to pass. Amen. And you will look and it will be very good. Amen. And you will return all the glory to God. Amen. The word of God is God. In the beginning was the word. The word was in God. He said, was in God at the beginning. By him all things were made. Without him was nothing made that was made. In him was life. And that light was the light of man. That light shines in the darkness. And the darkness could not comprehend it. There's one man that came from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to the light. He was not that light. But only came as a witness to that light. That whosoever believeth may have that light in them. And that is the true light. That lighteneth every man that cometh into this world. And you are in this world from today. That light will lighten your path. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Hebrews 4, verses 12 and 13 gives me a brief description of this word and the efficacy and the power that is in the word. The word of God is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it piercing even to the divided asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And it's a descender of the thoughts. And the intents of the heart. In the word of God, he is a designer of the thoughts. The thoughts that are going on in my mind as I'm speaking, the word of God knows it. He reveals it. That was the day the Lord shocked me. By providence, I became a pastor in the New Covenant Church. I was an elder. Among so many elders. <laughs> God have mercy on me. And then my pastor got a job with Capacity Building Foundation, African Capacity Building Foundation in Zimbabwe, an affiliate of the World Bank. And so he relocated. And when he called me and I told him, when I, he called me and he told me that he got this job, I said, will you be doing it on consultant? He said, no, full time. I said, what happens to the New Covenant Church IT? He said, that's your case of tea. Ah, what? <laughs> I wanted to complain, but the Lord said, keep quiet. Because that year, after we had been used by God to pioneer so many chapters of the full gospel, the Lord said, don't stand for election. I have a better job and assignment for you. In the church, I was almost a non-entity because of some superfluous people that were warming up to the heart of the pastor. And I was reserved a bit. So they got on the forefront, no problem. One day, I went to see a house that I would buy in Oluyoli. That house was good, fantastic, on three floors. A single four-bedroom duplex. And my goodness, it was good. The master bedroom was on a single floor, on its own, suspended. I fell in love with it. Ah, I took my wife to the place and she also loved the place. But on the way... The Lord asked me, what happens to your assignment in New Covenant Church, RITA? I said, of course, ah, I'll be going there. And in those days, 
there could be naughty hold up, not go slow, hold up, that for three days a single tire will not roll. Lord said, what about that? I said, Lord, okay, let me confess to you. I will go for the next six months. We will midwife a transition, and then I will join another center of New Covenant Church. The Lord said, what before your assignment? And the Lord said, I should backstop for the pastor. Because our founding conference pastor left from leave. There was no transitional arrangement. So the other man was almost appointed to fail from day one. And the Lord said, no. Support him. And so I was supporting him diligently. And this is the same man that was going to go away. And now said, it's my kettle of tea. <laughs> well, God talking to our national overseer then, to the general overseer, and they agreed I should be... <laughs> The same day, my family was prayed for and I was appointed as satellite pastor. Was the same day I was appointed as conference pastor. In the history of New Covenant Church, it happened only once. And after me, never again. Hey. <laughs> there are some pastors that were jostling for the position. They did not even congratulate me on the <laughs> Well, let's leave that. So we started training people, training people, training people. I used 12 method, Jesus' 12 disciples. And we used the Bible believers manual, class manual, about 31 scriptures there. I mean, 31 topics, and then each one has about five or six scriptures. And in a class of 12, you just find out two that are very good, and one that is extraordinarily good. And whenever we want to start a house church, we post that one. Before I became conference pastor, I take conference at 10 satellites. In the little space of my working there, we, the Lord has given us 32 satellites. By this method, we began to grow. Because I discovered it is not by power, it is not by might, it is by his spirit. So when we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us, he leads. And we follow him. Please give me Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Hey. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. And it shall come to pass. If thou shalt act diligently. You want your influence to be more meaningful. Then make up your mind to act diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God. To observe and to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations. Anyone wants to be set on high above all nations here? You, brother, you, brother, you, brother, you, brother. Sisters, let the brothers alone now. Oh, uh, this is I even raising the two hands. Yes, the Lord will grant it to you. But it has conditions and next to it. If you will diligently akin unto the voice of the Lord your God. Please make up your mind from this meeting. I won't hear any other voice again. I will hear the voice of God. And I will be diligent in hearing his voice. Whatever he tells me to do, I will do. <laughs> There's a young story of a girl that the children's ministry is using for evangelism. And the girl was telling her mother a story. And said, Mommy, if God sends you on an errand, go Go, go. Ah. The mother said, eh? why? He said, don't be like Jonah. That God sent on an errand to Joppa. And Jonah now Joppa to Nineveh. Joppa to Joppa. A young girl. How will a young girl knows Joppa to Joppa? And see the symmetry. Joppa to Joppa. You want your realm of influence to be expanded by God. Don't Joppa to Joppa. Go to Nineveh. Stay in your Nineveh. Preach the gospel in your Nineveh. 
And you see the Lord bringing increase upon the work of your hand right from your Nineveh. And then the little girl said, Jonah then spent three days and three nights in the, and it was, she was like, in the stomach of the fish. Say, Mommy, if you don't want to spend three days, three nights in the stomach of the fish, if God said to an errand, go, 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 help me whisper to your neighbor, neighbor, if God sends you on an errand, go, go, go. Romans chapter 4, from verse 19, please. We see the story of Abraham. He was not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. He was about 100 years old. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yes. He staggered not at the promise of God. Don't stagger at the promise of God. Strong belief. But he was strong in faith. Be strong in faith. And give glory to this God. Yes. And this is the first of emphasis. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. There are three P's in this verse of the scriptures. Number one is persuasion. Number two is promise. And number three is performance. People of God of this three P's, God's own are two. Our own is one. It is God that will make the promise. He will give the promise. The Bible is loaded with promises from God. But you need to search to find the promises. And the Holy Spirit will minister to you when you, you, you have discovered your home. So promises are given by God. I think it's Second Peter that said, We are by giving unto us exceedingly great and precious promises by which we become partakers of the divine nature of God, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. When you discover his promises, you become a partaker of the divine nature of God. Exceeding great and precious promises. All his promises in him, they are yea, and in him they are amen. And God knew the efficacy of his word, the precise accuracy for performance of his word. He said, so shall my word be that proceeded forth from my mouth. He shall not return unto me for it. But he shall prosper in the things that I send it. And it will do my pleasure. So it is God that gives the promises. It is God that will do the performance. Because the Bible tells us, whatever his mouth saith, his hand reaches out for performance. So his mouth speaketh, his hand reaches out for performance. Man's own is persuasion. And this persuasion is qualified. We need to get to the dimension of full persuasion in God. That there's no other option. You get to the point of, if I perish, I perish. And then you see God honoring his word in your life. And you become influential. And your realm of influence is accentuated by God. Because you have resolute faith in this God. So God's word. Man's persuasion to believe in God's word. And then God's desire in his omnipotency to bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will bring it to pass. I've seen him bringing it to pass several days, several times, several situations. In lives, in lives, I have seen God remodeling destiny by virtue of his word that he reveals. Time and space will not permit me to go into such testimonies. But please, people of God, receive, I pray you, Job 22, a word from his mouth, and lay up his word in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you'll be built up. You put away iniquity far from your tabernacle. You will lay up gold as dust. 
the God of offer as the stones of the brook. Then say, yeah, the Almighty will become your treasurer. And you are going to have plenty of silver. How many people here want the Almighty to be their treasurer? He will be your treasurer. He will supply all your needs. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But there's a starting point. I think it's fascinating. Say, acquaint now yourself with God. And be at peace with him. Thereby good shall come your way. Acquaint now yourself with God. There's no other way by which goodness can locate a child of God except by becoming God's party guy. Acquaint now yourself with God and be at peace with Him. Say, Thereby, good shall come your way. The Almighty will be your treasurer, and when you decree a thing, it shall be established. And the light from heaven shall lighten your path. Hebrews 11, 11. By faith, Sarah herself received strength. You ought to be a man, a woman of influence. You need strength. The strength of the Almighty. By faith, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. <laughs> There's a secret lady here. Man and woman can meet and have sexual intercourse. That is not what produces children. It is God that gives children. <laughs> when I discovered this, I remember one song that one man used to. Like, <laughs> Sarah, 90 years old, received strength to conceive. Received strength to conceive. And was delivered of a child when she was past age. Because she judged him faithful who has promised. Excuse me, on every situation, will you please take time to put God side by side that situation in your reaching out to impact lives and see that God is faithful. She judged him faithful who has promise. Please, can we read further a bit until we get to Abraham? Therefore, sprang there even of one. Even of one. You know, I started with this quotation from Frederick Fawcett, the day of the jackal. One man with a rival who can change the course of history. Who is he? And can he ever be found before the day of the jackal? Abraham was that one man. Even as good as dead. Even of one. And him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in multitude. Ah, and the sand which is by the seashore. Innumerable. From one person in this meeting. Sorry, sir. I think your obedience to that call, sir, has produced this. And we yet produce so many more. In the name of Jesus. One, 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 one. And there is somebody here that is going to take the betting from this meeting and become the relevant one for influence from today in the name of Jesus. Therefore sprang there even of one. That boy, CG, that I spoke of is assistant pastor in our second largest church in Kenya, Lagos today. He preaches the gospel with the power of heaven back in the door. Every time we do conference in ITA church, he comes to preach. And not only does he come to preach, he comes with his substance. He's so blessed by God. And God is increasing him and because he risked believing the word of God and trusting God. So from one, even as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude. Sir, the Lord is going to begin to produce in a new dimension from the fine branch church. Stars in their multitude. Stars in their multitude. And to add to it, sir, unpublished sand of the seashore, innumerable. Innumerable. They will be taking attendance, sir. They will not be able to finish. I heard of a ministry in Nigeria that has 50,000 sitters some years back. 
So I told my wife, let's go and see. Because we just stayed in a place in the corner with a blow. And it seems, uh, let's continue like this, Jesus will come. No! There must be a change. Number one thing that happened was we left home 5 o'clock in the morning. New, I'm sorry, New Covenant Church cannot come in for a meeting 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock and I worry like that. But because something wanted to goad me into a centrated performance, I, we went. Don't forget, go, go, go. When the Holy Spirit is goading you like that, go, go, go. Remember that small guest story I told you? Go, go, go. So we went. Ah, when we got there, I saw what bedoved the highs. We missed the first service. The second service, we joined. The 50,000 sitter was filled to the brim. Ah, ah. And then they had overflow. Okay, I told my wife, we will attend the third service too. And we went, we went out and joined the third service. Within 10, 15 minutes, feed to the brim. I said, there's a supernatural force at work here. <laughs> because they are getting to the dimension of multitudes, like the stars of the heavens, innumerable at the sea on the sun shore. Then that my boy, Shiji, that I told you of, he heard that I was there. Say, Baba. So, hold your peace. He said, okay, please, tomorrow morning, attend the Halle morning prayer. I said, no, I was tired with the day. Then it just changed and see influence. Power to make another to change his mind. And this boy said, Baba, up to today, it has been you, my father, gave me instruction. From today, I take over. Now there is a compulsion on you if I be a son in this house to attend that meeting tomorrow morning and to give me a feedback. <laughs> I went. Five o'clock prayer meeting, five to six, one now. The first thing that shocked us was people driving in the night were parking to take us. Are you going to the, the prayer hall? Please come in. Ha. I said, eh, she Nigeria kono. You are ready to come. You are going to say, yeah. I want you to go anything more. We got there. I thought it would be 12, 13 people. We met over 2,000 people praying in the morning. Ah. And I thought the man of God would just send uh, his prestige, his stooge, to go there and stand for him. He was physically there. He was the last person that handed off the prayer. And he shocked me when he picked the microphone. He said, thank you, God, for all we have trusted you for that you are done. There was none of your word that ever failed. Each one has its performance embedded in it. He said, now, you said we should look and whatever we see, we should declare Say yesterday we thank you because we had five services, 250,000 in attendance. But he said from today, I see the number doubled. He said the number is now 500,000. People of God, let's begin to thank God because it is done. I, and I said, no. The Lord said, keep quiet. You have 250,000. Share your Tony. You won 500,000. And you began to thank God for 500,000 because it is done. Multitude, the stars in the sky, the sand on the seashore. Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah 52 from verse 1. Aking unto me. No, 51, please. 51, 51, verse 1. Aking unto me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock from which you were hewn, and the all of the pit where you were digged. Verse 2. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bore you. Look at the Almighty declaring. I called him, how many? Alone. I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. I called him alone. I blessed him and increased him. And he became an influence today. Any, any, any son, any daughter of Abraham here, give the Lord a wiper. Oh, hallelujah. You see, Abraham is so influential, but God called him alone. He was so limited. He was so narrowed. When God called him, and God blessed him, and God increased him, he multiplied him as, this, as the stars in the firmament, 
and exponentially enlarge him like the sand on the seashore. Ephesians 3.20, I think I am persuaded, oh my goodness, to begin to wind up now. Ephesians 3.20 said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to what? I didn't hear you. According to what? That worketh in us. So it is in you. It is in me. It is in you. It is in me. We carry it about. Like that uh, treasure bar that contained the alabaster oil that that woman was always carrying about until it was broken and the fragrance filled the auditorium. The Lord Jesus did not release the prophetic on that, that this gospel will not be complete until this thing that you have said is shared. There's somebody that is carrying something precious like that. The whole world is waiting to be influenced by what you carry. And you do not know what you carry. From today, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the Almighty will overshadow you. You will begin to see things with the eyes of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I think it's Genesis chapter 15. God said to Abraham, from that place where you are, lift up your eyes, northward, southward, eastward, and westward, as far as you can see. I have given unto you. In first 13 at the point, God said, Arise now. Walk through the length and the breadth of it, for I have given it unto you. It came from sight. What are you seeing today? Are you seeing the supernatural? I pray the eyes of your understanding will become enlightened. You will know the hope of his calling. You will understand the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. You will be filled with the exceeding greatness of his power. That power that went to hell and resurrected Jesus is at work in you. It's at work in you. We go to work for you. When you decree a thing, the power of resurrection will bring it to pass. In the name of Jesus. Abraham, lift up your eyes. Not to us, to this or westward. One day I saw that. I used it to minister. It was from the prayer of Jabesh, Message Bible. You know, King James said, Oh, bless me. If thou wouldest bless me, Indeed, and enlarge my coast. Message Bible puts it simply like this. Bless me, oh, bless me. Give me land. Large tracts of land. And when we got to my workplace the other day, we were thanking God for the success of the meeting yesterday. And I said, what about you? Won't you get large lands? I said, large lands? You've given me two plus. It's enough. I'm working on two plus. Give us money. To... And the Lord said, hey. So you are a preacher of uh, do not do as I say. I said, I'm sorry, Lord. Then the Lord said to me, lift up your eyes from where you are seated. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. Every land you can see, I've given it to you. Uh-uh. I told my junior brother, because God said to Abraham, arise now, walk through the land and the bread of the land. I've given we walked up. We walked down. We never walked this way and that way. Okay. And where we went up, where we went down, within a month, the owners, Bible Life Holiness Estate, invited me to come and buy the land. And they asked me to name the price I would pay. And I didn't have money, but I had God. And I told them, okay, I'll pay so, so much, billions. They said, how will you pay? I said, I'll be paying quarterly. So every three, three months I was paying them. But I was selling part of the land to pay. They sold four and a half acres of land to me without money. So when you read, I read Isaiah, oh, come and buy. Come without money. It is very real and it can come to pass. According to the power that is at work in us. You see, two times two is four. Two raised to power two is four. That's the area where they are equilibrium. Two times four is eight. Two raised to power four is 16. Two times five is 10. Two raised to power five is 32. Two times six is 12. Two raised to power six is 64. Two times seven is 14. Two raised to power seven is 128. 
2 times 8 is 16. 2 raised to the power 8 is 256. According to the power that is at. You see, there is a, a dimension for addition. There's a dimension for multiplication. But there's an exponential dimension for enlargement and boasting forth to a realm of influence that nothing can hinder. What do you desire tonight? Is it addition? Is it multiplication? Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond what we can ask or think according to the power that is at work in us. Is broken today. Suboptimality, suboptimality. The power that hinders a man from being the best is destroyed in your life. Spirit of the living God, please come upon your people. I pray that God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding will become enlightened. You will know the hope of his calling. You will understand the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. Your life will be filled with the exceeding greatness of his power. In the name of Jesus. You will lay hands on the sick. The sick will recover. You will pray in new tongues. When you drink poison. It shall not affect you. You will pick up serpent and destroy it. And now the Bible said they went everywhere preaching and the Lord was walking with them confirming their words with signs and wonders. From today the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You will reach out to preach the gospel. You will become a powerful influence in the hand of the Lord. When you decree a thing shall be established. And the light from heaven shall lighten your path. In the name of Jesus. Thank you our Father. Lord I ask. That you breathe eternity upon your word that we have shared. Give understanding. Let somebody pick the right word to run with. 
And let him come back. Let her come back with a powerful testimony. To the praise and glory of your holiness. We return all the praise to you. Fine Branch Church, increase. Enlarge your tent. Let them lengthen the stake of your content. You break for to the right. You break for to the left. No more limitations. No more limitations. No more limitations. No more limitations. I see a crowd. Becoming a multitude. As it starts in the firmament. I see a crowd. Becoming innumerable. As it stands on the seashore. The power of God will bring it to pass. In the name of Jesus. Who is that man? That will yield himself to be used by God. Who is that woman? Just lift up your hands where you are. I commit and commend you to God and the word of his power which is able to keep you from falling and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. It is well with you. It shall be well with you. You will fulfill destiny. You will not frustrate this grace. The Lord will bring a light of this world to you. In the name of Jesus. Give God the praise and the glory for it is done.